What's up and welcome to episode 6 of season 2 of Dear 1995 where I read aloud totally unedited entries from my 1990s high school diary. And don't worry, Brooke is here too to mainly talk about the Beaches soundtrack <laughs> and Blue Lagoon. But you know, other insightful stuff too. You know me so well. I know. Last week on episode 5, I deliberated quite a bit over who to ask to Sadie's, still without making a decision. I prepped for the school ski trip and started looking into summer jobs. And actually, on that note, I thought as part of 90s mode today, mm-hmm. we could discuss any jobs that you and I had in the 90s. Oh, happily. Um, so I think it's pretty obvious from my diary that I did not work a day in my <laughs> life. You did not. <laughs> but in last week's episode, my mom says that she wants me to get a summer job, which yeah. would be my first job. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I babysat occasionally yeah. in high school, but I really wasn't comfortable looking after children because I didn't yeah. have any younger siblings. Yeah, a, I just wasn't into it. And didn't have little cousins you no, were playing with. Not, and yeah, yeah. not any of that. So I didn't really do that. Um, but so, yeah, in last week's episode, I start thinking about a job. Um, did you work in the 90s? I did. I got a job at McDonald's. Did you? Oh, that's right. You said that. You were supposed to be 14 years and nine months. And I was like, I'm not waiting that long. Really? It's like, you know, probably 14 years and two months or something. That is, that's so young. Um, yep. And I got a job. They were starting to... When I got the job, McDonald's always had girls at the back and boys doing the cooking. Stop. Yes. Yep. Only girls on service and boys in the cook, doing the in the kitchen. And so I was the That's first crazy. girl to go out back. What? But I was put You're on like fish and chicken. Yeah, I was a pioneer. Thank you. <laughs> fish and chicken. I got my job when I was um, in the height of my parents' divorce, anorexia. Yeah. Which I never really did super successfully. But I got right. to, I got, I looked a little emaciated okay. and I was eating carrots a lot. And french fries. And No, and no. I was very skinny. So when I got my crew uniform, it was tiny. And then I got God. a job and I got a bit of a life and a bit of my own thing going on. Yeah. And I ballooned. Oh, really? Maybe. And to the point where when my friends came in to visit, like five months later, they were like, you've got a camel toe. (laughs) Because <laughs> you've got to oh, you're, tuck your shirt into your crew oh, pants. Your uniform was so and tiny that seam when you got is very, it. very, very defining of, oh of that whole area. So anyway, but fish and chicken, and then I went to the front. Then I was on um, drive-through. I remember getting having breakouts and people coming through drive-through telling me to stop eating the McDonald's. What? Because my skin was so bad. Are you serious? And it wasn't even that bad. It was just like I'm a few sure. pimples and I was well, adorable. When you were a teenager. I had a visor on. That covered the worst bit. <laughs> Did you wear the visor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved that the visor. Amazing. And I had my hair in a bun above the visor, like a messy knot, like a top knot. Yeah. That's cool. And then I did kids' parties. And when you do kids' birthday parties. For McDonald's? Yep. I you did go, a McDonald's party. Yeah, once. you go off site and you wear the manager's uniform and court Stop. shoes. And you that's felt so when important. it felt so important. But all that happened over the course of like 18 months. But yeah. then when you turn 16, your pay goes up by like 25 cents, or it did at the time. Amazing. So everyone stops getting shifts, oh. who is more expensive, except for oh. those people they've you know decided a manager potential yeah and they're the people who Were don't you? have who are orphans basically whose parents are like you're not going to become a oh, mcdonald's right. manager yikes do yeah, you have I a mean, picture can you find a picture for i'll us? see oh that's also where i met my universal twin there was a girl there 
who the poor thing because she was like the hot version of us yeah but um what, what are you saying <laughs> well you know when you meet someone and yeah. you sort of look alike yes. and she sort of had that brunette gecko thing going on but like a far more attractive version and everyone was like I can't tell if it's Helen or Brooke you guys are so similar yes and I was like it's Brooke but I wish it was Helen I had that in junior high yeah Nicole Israel and everyone thought we looked so and were you happy to look like her yeah I was super happy to look like Helen she was beautiful yeah and I'll she was like, mm, do we look alike? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Scrunching no. up her little nose now. She was really sweet. She was like, of course we are. Yeah, anyway. That's cute. McDonald's. So she worked at McDonald's with you? Yeah, Helen. She was she was smart and beautiful. What's she doing um, now? I don't know. Hey, Helen. Hey, Hit me up. Elsa. DM me. <laughs> and then I got a weekend job in a news agent's. Which oh made sense because I did want to be a journalist. So okay. then I felt everything was coming together. A little prep work. Yeah. Fine. What about you? Oh, so we're going to find out. Well, obviously. I wanted to be the counselor at Stanford Gymnastics Camp. But Which was a great ambition. I know. But for whatever reason, that did not happen. I don't remember why. Um, and so I do remember like sending my resume everywhere and going to like all the Palo Alto boutiques and giving them oh, yeah. my resume because I wanted to work in a cute little shop and they were having none of it. Do you think the rumors of the shoplifting might have reached? Oh, maybe they preceded <laughs> Was there me? a little like, like <laughs> a, a red shot? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you took a scrunchie from each interview. Yeah. No, I just joke. I know you didn't. I would feel really guilty too. I know um, you didn't. So I wound up that summer after I graduated being a hostess at the Olive Garden. That's you, an awesome job. Do you know what the Olive Garden is? Yeah, and hostess is like showing people to their tables. Yeah. It's so much better than taking their orders, isn't it? I guess. I mean, it did not pay well. You don't get tips either. Um, yeah, maybe that's not so good. Anyway, no, that's but, great. That's good. You know, that's they great. They would take me. And for those of you that don't know what the Olive Garden is, it's this like really horrible chain Italian restaurant. Family restaurant. It's a, exactly. It's a family restaurant in the States. And, you know, the other week we were talking about um, Fresh Choice mm -hmm. and the like leather chairs yeah. on wheels. So the Olive Garden was all about the chairs with the wheels and as hostesses mm -hmm. we needed to evaluate our guests and if someone was over a certain weight <laughs> we had to prep their table by swapping out a chair with armrests for one without armrests oh, so they could wow. fit in their chair wow if yes. i ever get if i ever do an american road trip and yes. i get a chair without you know you're um, in trouble. I'm so never in trouble. Like, watch that's, yourself. That's considerable, considerable. but also the Horrible. fact is, is there's a massive obesity problem. Well, yeah, especially there? for people going to, the, going Olive to the Olive Garden. Going to the Olive Garden, yeah. What with all the free breadsticks. <laughs> Let me just prepare your table. Seven chairs yeah. out! <laughs> And all that's the thing, you have in. to do it subtly. You have yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. do it without them seeing. Oh no, there's something wrong with those yeah, chairs. wheel that one out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> And my friend Elizabeth from ballet also worked with me at the Olive Garden, which was super That's fun. That's fun. And Sarah did um, a little bit as well. And, you know, Sarah was one that I had a kind of love-hate relationship yes. with. Um, You've got to be very subtle in your looking up and down assessment too, don't you? You've yes. got to do a cursory, It's Hello. like, got it, check, <laughs> switch the chair. <laughs> Um, and as you can imagine, we weren't very mature, so I'm sure we were like super yeah, yeah, yeah. obnoxious just about it. assholes about it, yeah. Um, and also, the Olive Garden was known for its um, hospitaliano flair. So we had like yeah. pin, like that's a cross between hospitality and, and Italiano. Italiano. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I feel does the Olive Garden did it have like Parmesan bread or was there some piece yeah, of so food you had that the, like, everyone the breadsticks? Yeah, there was, was some fame. Okay, so and you got you had free refills on the breadsticks, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. they were like cheesy dough breadsticks. Yeah, my God, and so like yeah, you could just have as many as you wanted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had to wear all these different pins. Oh yes, I've seen this on like Saturday Night Live. Or... Yeah, so it was like your flair. Because did you ever watch oh. the movie Office Space yeah, that's with Jennifer Aniston? Yes. Which is 1999, and to avoid our usual idiocy, mm -hmm. I have looked up who the guy was oh, yeah. in it. Ron Livingston, who was Burger in Sex and the yes, City. Yes, all the guys all, were in that. And I think it is a thing with Sex and the City. Like every male actor has played who like a love interest on slightly Sex and the fuckable. City. Yes. was dating SJP at some point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him. I liked Burger. Yeah, same. And he I was really, really good him. in Office Space. There was some issues with the sex with SJP, I remember. He wouldn't come. Is that right? No. he. Well, no. So when they first got together, it was like really bad sex because it was built up so much. Right. And then when they finally... Because they were so good out of the bedroom. Exactly. They yes. were so good with the banter. With the banter. And then they like... And she it was got quiet. Wasted. It was just quiet. Oh, yes. So that Nothing was Nothing happened. So they, the first time they had sex, it was so quiet and it was like horrible. And the bus outside. And then... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, they heard and the then, bus. So they decided to try again, and she got like obliterated, and she had the like shoes with the fur on it, yeah, and, and it was like a huge mess. And he passed out, and yeah, and it and still was it wasn't eventually, good. Eventually, it was good. But Burger, oh, he I was so Burger. insecure and needy, I know. like and it became too much. He couldn't deal with her success. No, I think exactly. The book came out around yes. the same time. And then his book didn't do his well. His deal wasn't done so well. And then he broke up with her on the post-it note. Oh yeah, unforgivable. So bad. He was not my. I mean, I was always true to Big. He was always oh, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. her. Yeah, like I never wanted. I, I loved know, like, Aiden. I loved Aiden. Yeah, because he could make stuff too, and furniture yeah, is expensive. Very handy. And he had a cabin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's good with his hands. He had a dog. Yeah, yeah, loved Aiden, but and for I, me, it was always Big. I think for Aiden or Big, I would do Aiden before I would do Big. Fine, fine. And interesting fact. Mm -hmm. Um. Big's character, played by Chris Knott, mm -hmm. I knew that one, mm -hmm. is based on um, a man named Ron Galati, who was the publisher of GQ. Really? And then also the publisher of Talk Magazine, where I was a receptionist. Oh, where Tina which Brown was. was. Tina Brown's and Weinstein. Magazine, owned by Harvey Weinstein. And he was horrible to her. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Ron Galati, who was who was Big's yeah. character. He was like kind of this kind of macho guy and he was always swearing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, So interesting. I love the way she didn't say his name until the I very, know, the very, very last, last episode. That was like such a moment. John <gasps> rhymes with Ron, just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's not why they did it. He was so in the flow. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway, um, segue. So that was my first job and then oh my other first my other job that I had which was freshman year after no sorry summer after freshman year mm -hmm. in college I did become a counselor at a camp it wasn't strictly That's a gymnastics so cool. camp but like they did do gymnastics and Becky and I did it together um I would love to do that it was now so I would fun. go and do that now I think I remember so that summer I was dating this guy that I'd gone to high school with, but he was mm -hmm. a year above me, went to Princeton. Mm. And um, 
I lost my virginity that summer. It's a whole other story. But so I was staying out really late every night. And then yeah. at camp, like during the breaks when the kids would go do something else, I'd just like fall asleep on the mats. Brilliant. I what know. a great job. I know. Like, well, what a good role model. And <laughs> do you know what? Right Nats save lives. Children. That's true. As one of my it was productive. favorite Instagram moms says. But I, I remember my parents being really like concerned because I'd get home at like one in the morning and then have to get up early. And they were like, you're dealing with children. Like, you can't be out so late. <laughs> and you're like, hells yes, I can. Yeah. And like, I can just have a coffee. I was over 18. So yeah, they, they couldn't, couldn't stop really you. say anything. <gasps> Brilliant. Love mm-hmm. that job. I know. Mm-hmm. January 30th, 1996. I know nothing about politics. This weekend was really fun. I had a pretty big fight with Kylie, but we made up and everything's fine now. I smoked out a bunch of times for the first time this weekend. It was rad. Basically, we partied and skied. Darn. Also, this really cute junior, Adam, was so nice to me. He sat next to me on the bus ride home, five hours long, and he fell asleep on me. He's really sweet, too. We bonded all weekend. I always think it's like, oh, yeah, something's happening. And then they do something that makes them feel like a toddler. What, like falling asleep? Yeah, like, yeah but I loved that. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Like any physical contact, yeah, I was like, anything. Oh yeah. He's touching Body temperature going yeah. up. Um, and then the rumble of the bus. The whole thing could have been quite exciting. I know. Not so much. I'm like, what is that shiver? <laughs> Take another speed hump. Let's do this. <laughs> but I think I just kind of blew over this. This was the ski trip, obviously. And I smoked out for the first time, which is smoking yeah. weed. So I'm doing that now. That's what G. happens when you go away with the, the, the delinquent kids. <laughs> yeah. the kind of what the yeah. affluent, privileged yeah. group bit, who can all... Not all of them were even that affluent, but yeah. Someone's got themselves a dealer. Exactly. Oh my God, I got a 3.8 GPA for the semester. I'm so excited. My parents were practically crying with joy. Also, we got the bridesmaid dresses for my sister's wedding. They're really pretty. Erin asked me to make a toast at the wedding, too. That's exciting. I know. I loved a good toast. I'm so excited. Today, I went back to ballet after a two-week absence. It was great to see everybody again. Hallie and I majorly bonded. Is your sister about 24? Yeah. She's young to I be know, getting married. I know. It's so young. Did it, was that normal? Do you think everyone thought think that was just... I think we talked about this. Like, I know. I think it was I a little... I know. It, it was a little... It was definitely young, but I feel like... Had they been now, together for ages? No. Or? They had only been together like a year. She had yeah. a real like a boyfriend all through college. Mm-hmm. And then she met this guy and broke up with the college boyfriend. And she just knew that this one was the one. That's great. I know. My brother got married young too. I think he was like 25 or 26. Yeah. I think now it's definitely more normal to get married yeah, later. Just to like wait. when you're older. But it still was very young. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait till mid-Feb. My best friend Chloe from Rochester, where I was born in New York, in case I never mentioned that, is coming to stay with me for three days. It's going to be so fun. Well, I should go to sleep. I have Spanish tomorrow morning, bright and early. This Saturday, I have an interview with a guy from Hamilton, a school I applied to. I'm so nervous. I hope he doesn't ask about politics. I know nothing about politics or current news events. <laughs> wow. I, do we, st- we still don't really know much no. about that. No. I mean, now I know a bit more, like, from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> From the Guardian app? Yeah. 
uh, and actually skim. Do you get skim? No. These like daily newsletters and it gives you like a quick synopsis of like the it's world like basically news. dinner party chat. Yes. Case, so, yeah, that's what I need. And it's so I need, like, well written. I need politics. You that's would love it. It's okay. very like witty and clever writing. I get it. Okay, skim. Skim, S-K-I-M-M. I highly recommend Is it, it to everyone. App? Okay. I think they do have an app, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Um, Jay will think I'm so smart. Yeah, exactly. When I start talking about the it's, yen versus the US it's dollar. It's slightly American centric, but it is global like, news. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I kidding. mean, where is the center of the world? <laughs> I know nothing about politics or current news events. I hope we just stick to topics about me. That's easiest. I think I'll talk to some of my friends tomorrow who have had some interviews, get some good tips. Well, I'm going to call Kylie and go to sleep. Love, Gwen. February 4th, 1996. Grab a 40. Haha. <laughs> 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 Brooke just grabbed me because I just turned 40, you guys. <laughs> Obviously, I'm referring to a 40, which is like a gigantic bottle of beer. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and okay. like gangster talk, like people drink oh, 40s. Oh, I love it. Okay, I'm going to use that. Mm-hmm. So, to elaborate on the ski trip, I roomed with Tina, Lena, Lucy, Laura, Lexi, Julie, and Alexia. I'm not really friends with Julie and Alexia, but they got put with us. I totally bonded with Lucy, Tina, Tiffany, and Lexi, though. Tina and Lexi helped me smoke out for the first time. I had a really good time, except once we got there, I felt really excluded by Kylie, Sally, and Megan, etc. Kylie is just really like, she's a bit of a frenemy, I'm going to say. She's a little unreliable. I know. But you love her. I loved her, and I feel like... I kept pushing it, and it's like, obviously, she keeps ditching me and excluding me. It's kind of, like, so desperate of me. Why am I so needy? But I think the fact is is that probably when she's sober, she likes you. I guess. And when she's drinking, she gets self-destructive, and you stay you, but just a little giddy. Right. And it irritates her. Like, Like it's clearly, like, whenever she's drinking, it's only ever... That's true. You know, so I think it's just drunk Kylie... Yeah. Isn't so into the friendship. Sober Kylie's, you know. And then the people around her totally follow her lead. Oh, yeah. Because she can be a bit of a mean girl. Right. She's like a leader. Yeah. We got in a fight, but everything is fine now, as I mentioned. I told Kylie that I felt like I thought of her as one of my best friends, but she didn't think of me that way. She said that wasn't true. We didn't resolve anything then, but the next night we did. On the bus ride up, I sat with Megan. She was my best friend in elementary school. It was really nice to bond again. We talk now and go to the same parties and everything. It's strange after so many years of different friends and really different ways that now we're back to being friends. I like it. Anyway, back to the present. On Friday, Kylie and I had a major adventure. We went out during our prep to get her pictures. As we were driving, I noticed smoke coming from the hood of my car. We went to a gas station and this guy there put in a lot of oil because it was almost out. Because I obviously don't know how to take that care of a car. That was the story of my car's life too. Little really? Oh yeah, I was always running out of stuff and smoking, <laughs> and then someone would come and supposed to save like, us life. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he noticed a crack in my radiator, which is apparently very bad. He said not to drive the car too much. Kylie and I decided this was too good an opportunity to pass up. We had a perfect excuse to get out of class and plan to take full advantage of it. So, under my suggestion, we went and got two bottles of liquor at Kylie's left over from the ski trip and drank them. Wow. I know. We had lunch lit and then went back to school for sixth period. 
We tried to keep our drunkenness a secret, but everybody found there out. There is no way I could do that. I mean, I, I would like, literally be weaving I? down the hallway. I know. But your exams are done. I think all bets are off now. You can basically do what you want. But also, I feel like I didn't get as drunk as she did, and yeah. I probably played it up a bit, but yeah. actually I could like act normal, no yeah. problem. But uh, Kylie, not so much. But we're talking about two bottles of what wine or something, do you think? No, liquor. <laughs> like... I don't vodka think we drank the whole, yeah, like yeah, vodka yeah. or rum. I like think she can neck a lot uh, of yeah. booze. Yeah. yeah. So she was a fully blown. Yeah. And I think I did. And I, you know, I just started drinking, so I probably didn't understand like the kind I mean, like how much she was drinking. It down. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Three for me. Yeah. Four for you. <laughs> oh, well, later I went to ballet and then to the gun basketball game with Kylie and Christina. After the game, Kylie and I went over to Lucy's and watched a movie with Mike, Tom, Tyler, Shane, Billy, Cody, and I think that's it. It was a very fun day, except for a minor fight I had with my parents. It's over now, though. I got home around 12 a.m. Can I just say, are we going to be in a position where our living room is full of teenagers at I some point? I kind of hope so. I like that. Like, I, I want everyone to come to my house. living room. Well, though. that's true. <laughs> Don't you feel like you, you need, need, like, the basement. A den. Yes, exactly. Like, where everyone hangs out. American houses are built for this. True. They've got a, a dirty little cesspit, yeah. with, like, lined with fake wood and bad carpet and I an mean, old sofa. Where they can all go down and feel each other up and, yeah. like, experiment maybe to second and a half to third base. Have you been watching too much Wonder Years? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do YMCA. But, yeah, I think, and my friend who's got a teenager, she has this dugout basement and a big sofa, and it's just, there are teenagers in there all the time. If I have the space for it, I hope I am the house where people come over. Yeah, and I think, I think, I think we just have to, you just have to think about your home as being something that maybe like your bedroom is your own, but everything else doesn't belong to you anymore. Agreed. And I'm still at the point where it is all mine. Yeah, well, because you just did up your house so yeah. nicely. And my eldest is 10, so she's, like, still... <gasps> she's, like, on the cusp, Double though. digits, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's kind of got, like, one left boob, so it's all going to oh start God. kicking off soon. Stop. So I think the other one will catch up. Oh, I didn't get them, so I don't know. Is I she think really it's coming starting? from the other side of the gene pool. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I blame my mother-in-law. <sighs> anyway. Anywho... Yesterday, Saturday, I went to ballet in the morning, came home, and then I went to my interview. I think it went pretty well. Then Kylie and I went to Stanford Gym to see about the summer camp, but nobody was there. In the evening, we went out to dinner at Taxi's with Lucy and Sally. Then we went back to Lucy's. A little after that, Laura, Dan, and Christopher showed up, so we got drunk and high. Whose house are we at now? Uh, Lucy's. Mm -hmm. At one point, I grabbed a 40, and Kylie and I ran upstairs and decided to chug the whole thing within 10 minutes, just the two of us. I'm going to say that was Kylie's idea. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was so fun. Five minutes into it, Laura found us and watched. We gave her the last sip. She's trying to cut back. It was so fun. I love it when Kylie and I bond like that. I mean, when she acts like we're best friends. We've been having a lot of fun lately. I'm glad we had that Friday. She gave me a really nice note. It's glued on the next page. I was practically crying. I think it took a lot for Kylie to say that or admit that maybe she had treated me unfairly. I don't know, but I was just really happy and flattered. So you confronting her is obviously on the ski trip. Yeah, has resonated, resonated through a bit. her drunk well, mind. when she's sober. Yeah. So shall I read the note? Oh, there it is. Because I did glue it in. She signed and dated it. It's so official. I know. Wow. So it says, Dearest Gwenny, this is the kind of thing you glue in your diary. 
I'm bored. You're in math and I'm cutting history. Gwenny, you will never understand how much I love you. You always understand. You are always down and you love an adventure as much as I do. Gwen, never change. I'll love you forever. Plus, we'll keep in touch. Only four and a half more months. Love, Kylie. February 2nd, 1996. That is so sweet. I know. And it was really what you needed to probably... Yeah, it meant a lot. ...weather the next round of low-level bullying well, that's exactly. going to happen. And yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah. Anyway, this one guy, Christopher, who was at Lucy's last night, is really cute. I smoked out with him. He's a junior, but I don't know too much about him. He's probably way out of my league once again, but I'm going to get some background info on him anyway. So then, Kylie, me, and Laura slept at Lucy's. This morning, we had breakfast from Hobie's, and now I'm home, supposedly doing homework. It was a pretty fun weekend. Well, I need a nap. We got very little sleep. Love, Gwen. Who's buying all the pot? Like, I don't know. Not me. How, how are they getting it? Like, what's... Like, some of the guys... So this guy, Mike, the one who's party... Like, yeah. we threw a party at his house. Mm-hmm. He sold weed. I don't know. Right. But not, like, a lot. So I don't know where he was getting it from. But they obviously had dealers or something. Just, like, low level. Yeah, I was not privy to such, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Going everyone's on. not hooking up more as well. Like, you're also wasted. I know. Maybe too wasted. Yeah, that's true. Even like, sloppy kissing or kind of like... Yeah. I guess it's the whole friend thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we were friends. all friends. It's a bit of a buzzkill if someone's, like, lunging at someone else. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot... I mean... Once again, I might have totally not known what was going on, but I don't think there was a ton of, like, hooking up. There was... Right. You, like, people had boyfriends. That appeals to me. I know. That definitely... But that's, then, like, great. as we know with uh, Shannon, like, she only went out with Billy for a month, but then they had mm. sex, and then she moved on but to someone else. But a month can feel like a long yeah. time. Yeah, oh my God, to like, a high school student. Like, heavily in, in love. Petting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel exactly really smitten. Yeah. February 8th, 1996, crying and crying. This has been a really bad week. Oh, no. First, Eliza was being really mean to me because I lied to her on Friday about drinking. And so she was going around telling everybody what I did, which is so inappropriate. If I want my friends to know what I did, I can tell them. It's not Eliza's place at all. I know why she was mad. She was trying to help Kylie, and I made it worse. So we talked, but she was still angry. She's trying to help Kylie stop drinking. Yeah. And you know, Eliza's the one that Kylie's living with her and her family. Okay, so so Eliza's actually taken on the role of guardian. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Then, on Tuesday night, there was a big argument at gymnastics. It has been building up for a while, I guess. Lisa has been getting mad. She feels excluded from Kylie and me and Lucy sometimes. Kylie and her really don't get along. They pretty much hate each other, actually. Anyway, finally, Lisa blew up and stormed out of practice. Then Sharon, our coach, totally sided with Lisa and yelled at us. In fact, she blamed the entire situation on me, pretty much. She kept on saying things like she had to act like my mother and that I had changed this year, so I kept on trying to prove I was cool to her. Yeah, right. I think I wanted her to realize that I was different this year, but I would not feel that I had to prove myself to her. That got me really mad. Kylie came to my defense and tried to explain how I'm just a very sarcastic person and stuff, but Sharon just said I was obnoxious, which I'm sure I was. (laughs) She said Lisa felt excluded and it seemed like we were always talking about her, which we don't. Maybe sometimes at school or on the phone, but not at workout. Well, Lisa hasn't exactly been an angel either. Obviously, we must have something to complain about if we're talking about her. She thinks she has authority over me and stuff, and she keeps on going off and how how she deserves an award this season and to be team captain. Also, at workout, she tells me what to do. 
The other day, she kept on insisting that I go to vault when I felt I wasn't ready. She kept on telling me to go. Finally, I said, Lisa, last time I checked, you are my mother, coach, or any authority figure at all, in my sarcastic way, of course. <sighs> anyway, Sassy. I know. After that argument, everyone left. Kylie and I went to Chili's and then home. We needed food. I talked to Lisa that night, and we're talking now, but there's still tension. I don't know what's going to happen. I think we can all get along. I like the way you, I mean, calling her afterwards. I know. Everything gets wrapped up really quickly. That was so mature. That felt really awkward, that Maybe she call. called me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think what um, Lisa's doing is something that you see at work. She's up-managing. Yes. She's doing the job <laughs> she doesn't have yet. Exactly. And... Um, Lisa is probably an industry leader of some sort now because she she's a lawyer. Taking the in initiative. Fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's taking initiative. She's showing she's got the potential to do the job. Yeah. But she's also coming up against, I guess, what every great manager or manager to be, which is just like, who do you think you are? Yeah, the mm -hmm. sass. Yeah, the sass. Yesterday was the worst day. Kylie got in a huge fight with a bunch of her fellow cheerleaders at school. So I followed her as she stormed off and we eventually got in my car. She said she wanted to get drunk. I had just talked to Eliza about just that and thought it was a very bad idea. But as we know, I can't say no to Kylie. I was in a pretty sh shitty mood myself. So we went to Safeway and Kylie stole a bottle of schnapps. It's her coping mechanism though. Yes. Whereas if you had a fight, you might go home, right. watch a TV show and exactly. call that person later. Right. She's just got no... She gets yeah. wasted. Yeah. And I don't think at this point I realized like how, Quite how serious it was, yeah. how unhealthy that was. Yeah. I told her that we couldn't drink a lot because we still had classes to go to. She agreed. Also, we agreed to make sure that nobody found out. So we drank a little in the parking lot and walked back to the quad. I thought Kylie left the bottle in my car, but really she had put it in her backpack. Uh-oh. Red I, flag. Exactly. When I got out of my last class, she was completely wasted and lying on the bench. What are the teachers doing at this point? I don't point? know. Like, how did nobody... Are they asleep? Like, where were the authority there figures? There is a teenage girl passed wasted. out on a bench. Yeah. Everybody was around her and knew exactly what was going on. Maddie and Christina helped me get her up, and I took her to my house where she slept for a while. Then her mom called and said Kylie had some appointments to go to. I said I would take her. I tried to get her up, but she didn't want to. Luke came over and tried also, but it was no use. So I called her psychiatrist and left a message wow. saying Kylie couldn't make her appointment. Then Luke and I went to her orth orthodontist to pick up her retainers. Unfortunately, we couldn't get them unless Kylie was actually there to try them on. Then we got my car, which was being fixed, and got some fries for her. We got home and got Kylie up. Around five, she left for the basketball game with Luke. She had to cheerlead, and I went to ballet. I returned home to the news that Kylie was missing and had left a sort of suicide note on Kelly's car. Oh, my car. goodness. I was so upset and immediately started blaming myself. I will never go get drinks with her again when she is upset about something, especially on a weekday. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I like the way it's... <laughs> Weekends are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I talked... But that's to... really stressful. I mean, I mean and all the someone stuff... someone you love. You love this girl, yeah. you know? And all the stuff I was doing for her was so out of my depth, like canceling her appointments and going to like the orthodontist for her like yeah that's a bit much for a 16 year old yeah, yeah, to deal lot. with and like trying to get her up she's obviously like completely i mean how did out. you even know where to go her mom had obviously given you all the details yeah she? yeah i guess so I she's living with we, yeah we had the same orthodontist i don't know so she's living with the same, the same family but yeah. her mom's still running her life in yeah terms i of guess yeah she was still in touch with her parents yeah. and stuff 
Anyway, I talked to Eliza and a bunch of other people. Kylie had gone to the game, but then just walked away. She called a bunch of people, including me, but nobody was home. Eventually, she spoke to Eliza, who drove to San Jose, where Kylie was, and took her home. The police had been looking for her and everything. So they got home and everything was fine, so to speak. I was so relieved when I heard, I just started crying and crying. I think it had finally hit me what could have happened. I apologize to Eliza, but I think she's still a little mad at me, which is understandable. Then I talked to, t to Kylie. She totally sounded normal, like nothing huge had just happened. I was crying and she was trying to calm me down. Finally, I got out some words and I told her that I loved her so much and that she could never leave me. Then she started crying. God, now I'm crying again. So we just talked a little more and then we got off the phone. I talked to Hallie for a while. Well, I cried for a lot of it. She was great and really supportive. She had cried too. I called her earlier when I found out Kylie was missing. She said Kylie was really lucky to have a friend like me. In a way, I guess that's true, but how could I encourage her drinking? I'm so in denial that she has a problem. I've talked to her and she said that so many friends are always worrying about her and making her stop drinking. She said she needed a friend to watch out for her, but to have fun with her at the same time. That was me. I'm still that person, but things are going to change a little now as well. She needs to deal with her problem somehow. Luke said if I hadn't taken to her to get a drink, she would have found some other way. It made me feel a little less guilty, but I still feel bad. Yeah, I mean, of course she's going to find someone else uh, yeah. to drink with. But it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. And she's clearly... Was there any chat about... Um, I don't know, like, how do teenagers talk about mental health? I mean, she's... They don't. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think you we... Wouldn't like, I know. knew she saw a psychiatrist, right. but I, and I guess I knew that she dealt with depression, but, like, yeah. what does that really mean? Like, you know, I don't think I understood. And in the same way that you, your kind of emotions are so vulnerable to kind of what's happened with your friends, her pendulum is just swinging way more right. dramatically. And I think in my mind, I'm like, well, if she just stops drinking, then she would be fine. But obviously she's drinking because she has massive issues she's and she's depressed. And yeah. yeah. So she has like so many things that she needed to deal with other than just to stop drinking. But I don't think I and was like suicidal. computing that. Yeah. yeah. How could you? No. Anyway, she came to school today and I just gave her a huge ass hug. We went out to lunch with Eliza. Now I need a nap. Later, I have a doctor's appointment in gym. I'm curious to see what happens there. Later. I don't know what I would do if Kylie died. I could possibly join her. I just love her and care about her so much. I would be lost without her. I tried to tell her that last night. I hope she knows. It's a bit dramatic. I could possibly join I her. Not quite. I mean, well. Well, you do love her. I know. I really loved her so much. And you've had this breakthrough with her. And she's also made you someone who's fairly instrumental right. in her destructive ways. Yeah. So it's hard for you, I think. Yeah, but also, like, I, I think we've talked about this, like, suicide is so abstract, and, oh, like, yeah. death is so abstract. Yeah, you just, like, what does that mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah I would join her. It's so dramatic. So and other, dramatic. Like, something that other people do or that older people do. Right. Or that, yeah. And, like, you can, like, in the, where I was saying I was crying and now I'm going to cry again. Yeah. Like, there is an element of, like, I'm not enjoying it, but like, no, but I like the attention yeah, of the I'm drama. so upset. And also, it's a badge of honor because you're such a good so friend. Exactly. And the thing is, you're going through something that requires you to be supported. Right. And everybody knows. And friends are rallying around you. So, yeah. um, it's almost being on the inside. Every dark cloud has a silver lining. Right. <laughs> it's the silver Let's lining. Go with that. Yeah. 
Well, I went to the doctor. Carrie came with me since she lives right down the street from it. They couldn't really help, but suggested that I see a sports medicine doctor. I don't address this at all, but I had like a lot of problems with my wrists. So that's what that was about. Gym was really fun. I started making up my floor routine. It's to grease. I love it. Oh, cool. I know, right? Grease lightning, or do you think it's the final it song? It was, no, it was like a medley from Grease. <laughs> I love the Grease medley. I know, it was like so the one that was good. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this routine, because I loved a bit of like audience involvement, mm-hmm. you know, in the part um, for Grease lightning where it's like, and it was like clapping I like so for the first one I did this like clapping in a circle and then I pointed to the audience so that they would do the next round of clapping I know how good is that I would have been enthusiastically clapping in a circle yes and then I did this little head bob and then I ran to do my like tumbling series were you in a leotard obviously I was in my team leotard oh my goodness amazing pigtails no high ponytail very high. very high ponytail with no bumpies was there like a greased fringe? back no, no no fringe at that point yeah in oh, fact yeah, like i had hair helmets yes style. like yeah, hair yeah. so much hairspray yeah, yeah and i had kylie do it every time before me i had her do this super high ponytail it's like pageant hair yeah it's exactly like shades of pageant and hair. if there were any bumps i had her redo yeah. it i was, was so anal no, no, no makeup. Because mm. no. you are athletes. Exactly. Take us seriously. Yeah. Hey, when the dancers were athletes. Everybody seemed to get along pretty well, too. Kylie seemed pretty happy, but then on the way home, she seemed a little sad towards the end. I just talked to her on the phone, and she just seemed pretty down. I wish I knew what she was thinking and feeling. I want to help and understand so much. I want her to know I'm here for her. Hopefully she already realizes that. I just don't think Kylie is the type to come crying to somebody when she is upset. And mm-hmm. if she did... The likelihood that that somebody would be me is probably pretty small. I think I'll write her a letter or something conveying my feelings. I just, with, I just wish everything could be all right and back to normal. Although now I'm doubting anything ever was normal. That's so deep, right? I know. I'm just thinking very reflective. Yeah. I'm just sort of realizing. As the ground moves under your feet a little bit. I think yeah. the innocence is uh, the kind of departing. Yeah. yeah. Eliza told Christina that Kylie was crying on the phone when she was talking to me last night. I almost cried when I heard that. In fact, I have a lump in my throat right now, or any time I think about it. I guess it means she really does care and has emotions about all this, me in particular. Still that bottomless pit. Bring it back to me. me. (laughs) (laughs) She cried when I said I loved her. I guess she does care and knows that I love her. I guess it's so sad to think that besides that one moment, she always keeps things like that hidden. Anyway, I don't exactly know why I meant why it meant so much to me that she cried at that instance, but it does. Maybe I feel like I made a difference or I finally got close to communicating how much she means to me. Well, it's probably all the above and much more. Great, now I'm upset again. I need to go to sleep and stop thinking so damn much. I'll say more later, maybe tomorrow. Something big is bound to happen soon. Mm-hmm. Love, Gwen. I imagine she feels pretty numb a lot of the time. I'm sure. Don't you well, think? That's or, why she's drinking yeah, yeah, yeah. and she doesn't well, want to deal to feel numb, yeah. with all of the things she's feeling. And everything feels insurmountable. Yeah. February 9th, 1996. Nothing big. Luckily, nothing big happened today. Kylie was still kind of sad today, but tonight she seemed in better spirits. She was really mad for a little while because tonight was the last game and she was going to cheer in it, but the principal and other cheerleaders decided she shouldn't be allowed to cheer. Oh, yeah. why? That's well, because nice. I think it was all the drama at the last game and she left in the middle of the game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe they think she needs to be dealing with stuff rather yeah. than... Yeah. 
She was really mad. That is so the wrong way to deal with Kylie. Eliza and I discussed it. By making her mad, she's just going to ignore them and be angry. It did not help anything, so she skipped part of school today. But then around three, we got some food and she seemed happier. Then I went to ballet. Around 10, we watched Tommy Boy with Mark, Eliza, Luke, and Jonah. I didn't get to finish it because I had to be home, but I will sometime this weekend. Well, I'm really tired, so I'm going to sleep. Love, Gwen. Were there some people's houses that you went to more because the parents were cool with you being um, there? I think we went to Lucy's a lot because I feel like her parents weren't around that much. Like I had a friend, Nara, whose parents had a flat in Sydney. Yeah. So they were gone a lot. All the time. They would let us go over. Right. Unfortunately... She had this, or fortunately, the the house looked over, had a mezzanine level that looked over with a whole room height drop. What? And there were a lot of people who no. said they could fly and tried to. Did they? <gasps> oh, yeah. Did people get hurt? I don't know. That's I mean, everyone's teenagers, they just drop and roll, but and there was a pool. Like, fine. how do people not die? Well, so we. I mean, it was crazy. Before we had the work done on my house, we had a balcony that overlooked our pool. And I think one time one of my brother's friends tried to like jump from the balcony to the pool oh, yeah. and then my parents got rid of the balcony. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you're gonna be like, like put a fixed out. window in there. Yeah. yeah, because you just, you have a few drinks and suddenly everything yeah, is easy. Yeah. So I remember, it was, it was so fun, her house, but yeah. I wow. think we went to Eliza's house a lot too because Kylie was living with Eliza. Oh yeah. And they lived, so Eliza's dad was also a professor at Stanford, so they lived, like, around the corner from us on Stanford campus, like we did. You lived on Stanford campus? Yeah, so if you... I never knew that. Yeah, so if you were at all affiliated with university or professor, you could own a property on the campus. So it's a huge campus with actual, like, neighborhoods and houses, but you could only live on Stanford campus and, like, own so property if were you there were. uni kids, like, walking home from class yeah. past your house? I mean, not past my house because we were more in the residential area, right. but, like, where my dad's office was. Were there was dorms like, and yeah. Pi Beta Kappa house yes. across the road? Yes. That's wild. I know. And so why aren't you going to Stanford? Do you want to go to Stanford at this point? I did not want to go to no, Stanford. Hello, how much did I hate my parents? I wanted to get yeah. as far away oh, as possible. Oh, and you would have obviously lived But Eliza home. went to Stanford. All right. Um, but my, uh, I went to Stanford gymnastics camp one summer. Mm-hmm. I think I was only like 10 or something. And we slept in the dorms. Yeah. And I remember one time like looking out the window and like, just seeing my dad walking to work. <laughs> yeah. And you got a little taste of perhaps why you wouldn't, exactly. it wouldn't be your ambition to go there. And I lost a tooth like during that um, camp season. And like obviously I was talking to my parents yeah. on the phone. And then my dad like came to visit me that day. And I like totally slipped a dollar under my pillow. Oh, that's of the so tooth sweet. Fairy. I forgot. Ruby lost a tooth and she put the, co- the tooth under there for like three nights running. No. And I forgot to put the coin under there <gasps> for three nights. And I was did like, she say anything? Of course she did. She's like, there's no money. And I was oh, like, oh, the tooth fairy so busy. Um, sometimes you have to put it in an envelope. Maybe you should try that. Yeah, she didn't see it. And then, and then she lost another tooth and then there were two teeth under there. I felt so And you have to like up your game with the amount. And I didn't have any change because I contactless Oh, that's the worst when you don't have any change. Eventually I put like two, two pounds under there, but she really deserved 20 for all that patience. All that patience. Izzy likes to keep his teeth. So he writes a note to the tooth fairy. Please don't take it. Please leave me my tooth. I've told Annie, which is one of my, I think, more genius strokes of genius. Yeah. 
that the tooth fairy won't take her teeth and won't give her money unless they're really clean. Oh, so every genius. Every time she cleans her teeth, she's getting them ready for the tooth That's fairy. That's so smart. Yeah. It's going to be a long wait, but <laughs> it's worth it. My friend whose child wouldn't brush his teeth, she found a picture on the internet of like a child who had these like horrible teeth <laughs> pulling out <laughs> to That's show genius. her child. And like, this yeah. is what happens. I like it. And then she told me that story and I was at the same time dealing with my children not eating their vegetables. Oh yeah. So I decided to look up a picture online and I put in something like malnourished child. Oh, yeah. And obviously what very came up traumatic. was not yeah, something yeah, very, I could show bad. to my children. But then I did find a picture just like of a little boy in a hospital bed. And yeah. I showed that to them. Yeah, I was good. like, this little boy is in the hospital because he hasn't eaten his That's vegetables. Inspired. They to- like literally How have I not thought of that? it was it worked so well. That's probably the best bit of parenting yeah, I've done today. Sticks in there. Yes. And they kept Genius. asking, they're like, What about his parents? And I was like, I mean, they come and visit him, but they can't stay at the That's hospital. And he can't leave until he eats his vegetables. So not only is he sick, but he doesn't live at home anymore. Exactly. He's been kicked out of he, home. He's not at Basically, home. His parents aren't around. Him. That's genius. It I'm really worked a treat. I highly recommend it. It's too late for Ruby, but Sebastian could fall. Could yeah. fall for that. Yeah. Anyway. February 10th, 1996. Ditched again. Today pretty much sucked. I went to ballet in the morning, which was okay, but Hallie wasn't there and it just wasn't very fun. In the afternoon, I went on some errands with Kylie, and we had a mid-afternoon snack at Hobie's. Oh, another fast food joint. I know. No, Hobie's was like this dream. It was like really good for breakfast. Oh. They did this coffee cake with like crumble on the top. So sophisticated it was in next the final level. years of school. I know. That was fun, but nothing special. We planned to do something tonight, but she completely ditched me. Thus, I wound up sitting on my ass all night. They just called me. It's 11.30. Thanks, everyone. I yelled at Shannon, and then she put Kylie on the phone. She said she had to call me back when they got to a normal phone. I'm pretty upset. Kylie and I had plans, and then nothing was happening, and they kept on saying they would call when they knew what was happening. I spoke to them a few times, and then they said they'd call back. Around 10, I called, and they were no longer there. That's the worst feeling. I know. And I keep thinking about this, because obviously I kept getting ditched, and like... Obviously, there's an element of, like, that wouldn't really happen today because you have cell phones or mobiles. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. it was very difficult back then, obviously, because, like, you had to get somewhere where there's a yeah, phone yeah, or yeah. ask me to use their phone. And, like, you know, you couldn't just text. I think Kylie's got just a little mean streak, too. You're like, mm, or would it have happened today? Yeah. <laughs> I think Kylie's well, just like, meh. She's, think, she's unhappy. She's yeah. like... There's mm-hmm. a mean streak, and I think You're I was vivacious so and bubbly and full of joy. Maybe let's go just... with that. I think I was so desperate too. Like, like if I was really cool and but they had all called, were. everyone's desperate. But if if like, I think about somebody like that's cool now or something. You know, if they hadn't called by like seven thirty, they would have just gone and done something else. And I was so desperate, like oh, they're going to call, they're going to call, and just sat there waiting, whereas, like, I should have just gone, like, I shouldn't have waited. I know, but you're wearing your heart on your sleeve. No, no. You're not cynical. No. I think that's, you know, Mm. plenty of time to get there. Yeah. (laughs) I could have done something else tonight. Mm. I have other friends, you know. If they were going to ditch me, they could have told me from the start instead of leading me on until 9.30 when it was too late to make other plans. I've been such a good friend to Kylie and have been doing stuff with her all week and have been so supportive since she was so upset Wednesday night. I was one of the few friends that she wasn't mad at and that wasn't mad at her for running away. I can tell she really appreciates it. And what's worse is I'm going to forgive her in about two minutes, just like I always do. 
I can never stay mad at her because I'm afraid I would lose her friendship. I know Kylie loves me and values our friendship. She can't help being this way. She doesn't realize how she hurts me or that she's being selfish and not considering my feelings. Oh my God, this is just like an abusive relationship. I know. All the chat. It's so it's, bad. It's not, it's not her fault. Yeah. You know, it's I'm just, just like, like lying to myself. Or you're just um, making excuses. Making for it okay. Her. Yeah, you're yeah. making it okay. Yeah. Shannon was being such a bitch on the phone. She couldn't believe I was this mad. And she said this happens to everyone. I can guarantee if she were in my place tonight, she would be so mad it's not even funny. Well, I guess I'll just wait for Kylie to call back. Or actually, I don't know why I think she's actually going to call back. I guess I'll just go to sleep. Like, what? like I just wrote all that stuff and I'm like, I'm still going to wait for her to call. Like, what is wrong with me? But this is just like having a boyfriend. Who yeah. Does you know, you're yeah. just in love with her. Like you would, you know, she's... Yeah. And she's, you know running hot and cold and you've got no choice because turning your back on that person is too hurtful right you can't you know I feel like I always like when I see my friends like you said acting like that with their boyfriend it's so easy from the outside to be like why are you acting like this but when you're in it you just can't see no No. because their attention feels so good that it's worth it's a kind of odd time when they mistreat you right although it wasn't so odd it was like all the time no I I think she was giving you enough and it makes she makes you feel special. That's the mm. other thing. At school, yeah. being with her, she's shining her bright Kylie light on yeah. you. And you feel so special. That's a drug. I it mean, is a totally drug. You're like addicted, addicted to it. And I just want more. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're so right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Another thing that made me mad has to do with my parents. They went out to dinner to a dinner party tonight, but before they left, I kept on trying to convince them to give me a later curfew. I also told them that I was going out tonight. When they got home at 11, they asked me why I was home so early and what I did tonight. I lied and said I saw a movie with Kylie, Shannon, and Frankie and that it ended, so I came home. I didn't want them to know what Kylie did because then they would dislike Kylie even more than they already do. They must dislike her a lot. not like her. Once again, I had to protect her. I hate this and I'm exhausted. Good night. Love, Gwen. Yeah. I mean, Kylie's just like parents are just... Oh, yeah. They were not... Stay away. And when I talk to them about her now, they're like, we just couldn't understand, like, why you wanted to be her. Yeah, what the attraction was. Did you have friends like that? Like bad influences? Um, I'm just trying to think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was one girl, more when I... My first year out of school... um, when I got a job on a magazine and I was at mm. uni, but she was just, I'd never met anyone as destructive as she was. Yeah. She was she was going out clubbing. She was taking drugs. She was, she was like, she would leave work with a little box with like a lollipop and a chapstick and a pair of underpants and what? like some crisps. And I was like, what the, what is this? Because she was it. Because she she wasn't go going to go home. Yeah. She was going out. She was going to do drugs. She was going to stay anywhere, stay wherever she stayed. Yeah. And then she, there was like an aspirin. It was like a little kit for how to then go to work the next day, oh having been out all night. That's next level. Uh, it was next level. I'd never yeah, and, seen um, anything like that. And then, like, I went out with her a few times and she introduced me to all sorts of stuff. I mean, you know, just like ecstasy or whatever right. but then and I hadn't I it wouldn't even been alcohol I'd yeah. never really seen and maybe some weed yeah um and then I you know with with people like that you're always tagging along mm. you're tagging along on their ride which is taking and did you realize that yeah and I think I just realized that um 
it was really destructive and she was right. definitely just going it was like like a you know yeah. going Whereas for whatever clearly whether not aware of I mean that. but Kylie's a friend this was sort of yeah well and I was younger and then you know the next time I spoke to her like in the work cafeteria she'd like injected heroin between her toes or something what? it escalated wait have you read read um how to murder your life or how to murder my life by Kat Marnell no. have we talked about no. this is it good? Yes. Okay. So I'll she was an editor at Lucky. Have you read Lucky. the girls? Have you read the girls? <laughs> read that. <laughs> Did you think I'm serious? Um, Damn it, I need to work on my acting. You need to read this book okay. because it's like all the people you know. It's all about um, okay. the beauty editors um, in New York. Oh, my gosh. In like oh, the early noughties. quite new, isn't it? Yeah. It was it came reviewed out like last in the New York year, Times, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I'll and she's it. like this socialite and like really successful in the magazine world. She was a yeah. beauty editor, but like had this whole secret life where she was addicted to drugs and wow. um, yeah, I mean that was like doing heroin yeah. and it's I like think all she the was, models doing it between yeah, the like addicted to Ritalin and all that kind of stuff. It does help you focus. Yeah. And apparently. So, but she, and she's obviously like a genius, like so creative. Yeah. Um, Need to quieten down those. You would love it. Cause like yeah. you'll know everyone that's okay. mentioned. Like right, she worked for Jean Godfrey June at Lucky. Right. It's so good. Thank you so much for listening to Dear 1995. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at dear.1995 and leave a glowing review on iTunes so we can reach even more fans like you. In next week's episode, I finally choose who to ask to Sadie's How in case you've forgotten about that. I think Luke. Do I think you? It's Luke. Luke? Yeah, don't try She's and put me off the, the scent. List. Okay. Yeah, but Luke's been cycling in and out of because he's my friend. He's like my actually one guy oh, that's friend. That's the one you should go with. I know. Mm. And then naturally, I start stressing over who to ask to prom after that. Oh yeah, who's going to ask you? Yeah. Kylie and Little G have the perfect Valentine's Day. <laughs> you should ask Kylie. I, I mean, know. Just... Seriously. And I receive major news about college. Get excited. Love, Gwen.